previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now, I was texting with Tiny Chuck this morning yeah. to huh? tell him we were interviewing. I said, are there any follow-up questions? So we might as well just get this out of the way. <laughs> okay. He wants to know if we could have Summer of Littles on your boat next year on the lake. That's That was the yes. And I told him, I said, shit, if that's the case, you might get Chuck and Roxy there next year as well. back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. I love that we're already making plans for Summer of Littles we next are. year. <laughs> All right. Don't worry, New York City. We don't know what's officially going on. Right, I right. Do, I mean, hello, a boat? It'd be so fun. I mean, a boat? be so I mean, fun. I don't know. But New York anyway. City field trip. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we could, all the people that want to go to New York City, we all go to Springfield. Yeah. We just sign them up here, bring them to Springfield. I'm not sure the boat can handle all of us. Well, look, we didn't get the details. (laughs) We didn't get specifics. He said, hey, everyone come out. I mean, at that point, it's on Brian, not us. Right? Yep. So anyway, (laughs) just kidding, Brian. It's a year away. People will forget all about it. Don't worry. I feel like he's deer in headlights right now. (laughs) All right. Double the trouble. Yes. Double the trouble today on the Loyal Littles podcast. We're very excited about our Loyal Double, double, toil and trouble. It's like fall is coming. (laughs) Yeah, fall is coming. But real quick, we want to give a quick shout out. Jason Bullitt. He used the code, Roxy. He sure did. He used the code. We have a new code for Venmo. It's LLPOD, just like our other code. Use it. He was very generous. Gave us a one-time donation on Venmo, so that was great. Mm -hmm. And adds to the list of the supporters. So thank you, Jason, for that. And we're going to do this because he does this all the time for us. At least, All right, uh, full disclosure, I don't have a time to listen to every episode of every Littles podcast. But I have checked Jason's out a few times, and it's called the Keep It To Yourself podcast. So Littles, check that out. And he's always giving us shout-outs. I know. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. So nice. So we're giving Jason a shout-out for his podcast. Yeah, go listen to it. The Keep It To Yourself podcast. I don't know how often he i want to say almost weekly yeah uh it might be a little less than that i'm not sure but it's a good listen and uh so check that out i'm in the process i was just starting to check out chuck elias's podcast Mm -hmm. and that's called the confident traveler podcast so that's another one i guess we're shouting out podcasts today yeah you know roxy because it was all about ballparks now i haven't gotten that far I put it on for like two minutes and I was like, I had to stop and I did what I do to Roxy with the TK show. I was like, Roxy, listen <laughs> gotta to this. You got to hear this. He was talking up. Littles, if, I know most of us are not cruisers. Roxy and I are cruisers. We Big know that. Big time. Big time cruisers. He's got some offer out for a cruise from New Jersey, uh-huh. like a half hour from us. Yeah. And it goes to Bermuda with stops in like Charleston. And I think he said First Newport. First it goes north. It goes up to Newport, Rhode Island, right. but then Martha's Vineyard, and then comes down to, to Charleston. Charleston. And, and I, then two days in Bermuda? Yeah. And then I two mean, days come on. Now, we don't know if it's a round trip. I haven't gotten that far. Beginning Literally, it's all May. we got. Yeah. But it's next May. And Littles, it's nine days and the prices are ridiculous. Oh my like, gosh. If, you, if you're okay with an inside cabin, it's less than $100 a day. That's including, including your food, your entertainment. I, yes. That's unbelievable to us. And it's on Celebrity. But, right? And it's on Celebrity. And we love Celebrity. Love Celebrity. We love Celebrity. Now, we've never been on that ship. I no. forget what ship it is on. But anyway, check out his podcast if you want any details about that. And then he's going to talk about ballparks, which I'm looking forward to. But I haven't gotten that far in the podcast <laughs> yet. I, you had me at the Celebrity Cruise. I know. I mean, even I think the balcony was like $1,200. Yeah. I mean, that's like free compared to what we're normally paying right. for our cruises that we like to do. It's definitely. we like the balcony. It's definitely like less expensive than any other cruise we've been on. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the cities so, sound amazing. So anyway, check it out. All right, Roxy, let's get to the email. We've got a really fun episode. We're okay. really excited. We want to yeah. get to our guests. So we heard from Dina in Damascus. Remember what episode? 58. Oh, is that a prime number, Roxy? I don't know. It was actually episode 53. <laughs> and she wrote in, I am happy that my episode number is 53 and it's a prime number. All right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I might have made you re-record. <laughs> All right. And then we heard from Kelly. Kelly Cardin. Yes. Episode Oh, I have no idea. I was just looking at the paper. 157. All right. That's, yeah. Fly to XNA, Northwest Arkansas. It's even closer to Springfield. Small airport, but it services Walmart Corporation. Lots of nonstop options. Oh, okay. Now, so that's another option. So we were talking all about the last episode with Brian. I know the airport codes are just crazy. But we were talking about us, how we got the advice to fly into Kansas City instead Mm -hmm. of St. Louis and blah, blah, blah. And then we had other people, because then we heard from Adam Jamison, and he had a lot to say, but he says, yes, fly into Tulsa. Now, that's something Brian recommended in our Meet the Littles interview. So, Roxy, if we're going to go visit Tiny Chuck... We've got options. And then we heard from Bobby Gottfried, episode... 10? Oh, 
nice try. This is like going to become a new game. I don't know. <laughs> Littles, write in. We've had, we actually had some people write in and say they love this. Yeah. I don't know. I personally feel like it would get annoying as hell to listen to, but maybe not. Episode- maybe it's like the toilet paper question. Maybe. And Joe Arrow, always, you got to ask it. I mean, look, it's helpful. I get that if you want to go back and listen to these episodes, but I don't know. Anyway, it's episode 12 because it's my number. I was close. Y- you did. You were close, but I you were wrong. Was close. But that's okay. I anyway. was too off. Bobby wrote in and said, we need to get you all to some more concerts. I've got to get you two to a DMB show one of these days. Dave Matthews Band. Ah, good for you. <laughs> I knew it too, but I did it that way on purpose because I wanted to see if we could stump you. We did not stump Roxy. No. Okay. I mean, I, I figured look, that's what he was going to say since he came that weekend and saw them, what, twice? Yeah. In right. one weekend? Three times in one weekend? No. I don't know. But I will say I do enjoy Dave Matthews Band. I yeah. do. I just, they're not high on the list. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think what else would be on the list now. Because we've knocked some great ones off this year. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, is there someone else that's... I would see Celine Dion. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be for your bachelorette. Oh, wait. Wait, that already happened. (laughs) No, I like Celine. I just don't know if I want to go see a whole night of that. Oh, that'd be epic. All right, Roxy, who'd we hear from next? We heard from Oz the Great and Flavorful. Episode two. That's easy. Yeah, that's an easy one. Great pod. Although hearing Sox and Cards fans talk about World Series wins was heartbreaking for this hashtag Brewers fan. The Cardinals are the MLB equivalent of the Packers. Enjoy the success. I hope we get a rematch in October. Then he comments about what are restaurants and says restaurants are brick and mortar food service establishments. Oh, okay. I like that specificity. Oh, I like that word too. Anyway. Oh, and I will be reaching out for a boat trip next time we head to Branson. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So, Brian, maybe some people (laughs) will be coming. I mean, who knows? That's cool. Summer of Littles. What would that be? Five? Five. Five. Summer of Littles five on the boat. Brian's wife is going to go through (laughs) the roof on this whole thing. All right. Then we heard from Ed Butt. Episode (laughs) 73? Episode 51. Ed Butt. Episode 51. Why do I have so many glasses? One, I have four sets of varietal specific wine glasses. Yes, I'm that kind of wine snob. <laughs> Two, you're welcome, Roxy. Aww. We retired to an area of cottages, lake houses, second homes, whatever you want to call them. We are seven miles outside of a town of 1,200, so we are not constrained by the size of a Manhattan apartment. And 98% of the people we deal with are retired or on vacation, so our gatherings tend to be large. For example, last week, there was a family dinner with 13 relatives of the woman to whom I am related by marriage. That sounds like my Thanksgiving growing up. Not in this apartment. <laughs> P.S. Some d- I mean, we have the glasses for it. But if we, we had a big it. round table, we could shove it in the middle of the room. Well, we also have a leaf for it, right? Well, I mean, bigger than this to fit 13 people. Oh, well, yeah. We could fit 13 people in here. No, we can't. Let's let's not (laughs) tempt the fates with that. He says, P.S., someday I'll tell you the great story of why stemless wine glasses were created. Hint, it was because of a Manhattan apartment. Now, I'm calling, like, whatever on that because Roxy here went above and beyond and redid shelving I when did. we first moved in. She totally moved the height I, of the shelves. I used the drill. She used the drill to totally redo the shelves. So uh-huh. our wine glasses would So that fit. our third shelf would be a little bit bigger so right. that we can fit the stemmed, the stemmed wine right. glasses. So anyway, what do you call BS? No, I mean, I get it. <laughs> and that's probably the case. But I was determined to make it work. Yeah, so. exactly. PSS. So... You two are amazed that at the creaking old age of 73, Billy Joel can still play the piano? (laughs) WTF. (laughs) And he says, that reminds me of a truism I once read. Old is 15 years older than you are. Pretty accurate. In which case, Billy Joel is still a young whippersnapper. Well, in our case, you're old to me. (laughs) Okay. All right. I mean, no, it wasn't. And I know you're joking there. But it wasn't about it wasn't about. Look, 73, he doesn't have to be up there and going back and forth on stage. And he got up and singing and, you know, Mm -hmm. look, he wasn't dancing around. Mm -hmm. But I will say, Roxy, that was the one thing a couple times when they showed him on the big screen. He just seemed complacent. He didn't seem like I remember back in the day. No, again, it was 31 years ago when I first saw him. Right. I mean, he was like bopping his head and and really into it. And this time he just seemed very there and he sounded fine and all that stuff. But I get it. I'm just look. I'm amazed. I'm applauding. I'm just saying, wow. I I didn't mean to call him old. Is that what I said? Yeah. Well, 73 is kind of old. I'm going to shut up before I go any further. 
Well, you didn't hear me call you old. Oh, I heard it. I was just ignoring it. Moving on. Marcy Dillon. <laughs> I know you don't know. Episode 109. We haven't heard from Marcy in a long time. She writes, hi, Chuck and Roxy. We're coming to New York City for Thanksgiving. One, will you be around? Two, if so, will Roxy be in the Christmas show? Three, if so, is it okay for our five-year-old? Four, if so, how soon should we get tickets? Five, a.k.a. to be. Can we grab a drink with you while you're there? Five, a.k.a. to be. Let's dissect. <laughs> okay, so one, yes. Uh, one, yes. We are around. Well, you'll be around for sure. I don't know about me. I'm, as of right now, I'll be around. Yeah. Two, yes. Yes, I will be like, in the show the this Christmas year. Radio City Christmas Spectacular. That's yeah, I will be in that. I don't know yet which. Well, oh, we'll there. get there. Three. Okay. Three. Is it okay for a five-year-old? Absolutely. absolutely. My nephew's been coming since he was two. I first saw the show when I was four. So absolutely family kid friendly. Uh, if so, how should, soon should we get tickets? So it depends. If you want to see me specifically, wait until I have my schedule and know which line I'm in. There's a yeah. morning cast and an evening cast. So whichever shift I have, I'll have a better idea of if I'm mostly mornings, mostly evenings and which day I have off. Right. So then if you want to see me, wait for me to give you that information. We'll post that on our Twitter page. Yeah. and all that stuff. Or mm-hmm. we'll get back in touch with you. Yep. And then the five, can we grab a drink? Of course, if we're absolutely. around, absolutely. We love absolutely. to do that with all the littles who come into town. But yeah, so any littles visiting New York City, even if it's not to come see the shows. Let us you know, know. Let us know. We'd love to meet up maybe at Hurley's. Mm-hmm. That's where our usual spot is. Doesn't have to be though. Yep. And we like to catch up and meet you in person finally yeah. after meeting you on the podcast. And if we haven't met you on the podcast yet after that, what you are you doing? You're coming on the podcast. Absolutely. So. And then last but not least, Roxy, we have some plugging to do, as mm-hmm. we've done in the past. But first, we heard from Sully. From Boston. And he says, at the moment, I think all of the three Loyal Littles Fantasy Football Leagues will be full. But if I can get 12 to 14 more, I'd be willing to start a fourth division. Hmm. Whoa, that'd be, that's a lot. So anyone who has reached out should have heard back from me and have an invite by now. Okay, so if you want to still be in the Fantasy Football League, it could happen, but we need a lot more people to join in besides just one. Email Sully, Sully, S-U-L-L-Y, at sullyfromboston.com. That's where you can get in touch with Sully. And just a quick reminder for all the Loyal Littles Fantasy Football League, your draft is September 7th at 8 p.m. Now, there's also something else pretty big going on that night on September 7th at 8 p.m. And we've plugged it in the past, but we're going to just let it simmer there for a second. And then just a quick reminder about the Loyal Littles Podcast Fantasy League. Our fantasy football draft will be on September 5th. That's the Monday, Labor Day. And I believe it's at 7.30 p.m. I believe so. So mark those days on your calendar. Roxy, let's get the bleep out of here because we have a twofer. Two for one special. We're excited about this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. I see what you did there. This is Sully from Boston. Never revere. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. have a little Jason Fuse vibe to it, but we are being played in this episode by Dion Powder, and this song is called Closer, and it's off his Time to Be Human EP. Now, you can find Dion everywhere, YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Apple Music. Just search Dion Powder. That's D-E-O-N-P-O-W-T-E-R. He also has a website, dionpowder.wixsite.com, and he's also on Twitter, and that is at WorkDreamer76. That's WorkDreamer76. So if you like what you hear, contact him at any of those places. And as always, we'll play the full song, Closer, at the end of the podcast. Closer, coming closer. You did not set this thing alive. Two worlds will collide. 
All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And she hear that plural. This is a first for the Loyal Littles podcast, Roxy. We're so excited. Please welcome to the podcast, Jake Hafner and Jason Smorl. Hey, guys, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? I'm good. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. This has been incredible. You guys just shot up out of nowhere, kind of. Yeah. So let's go back. So this was Jake's idea for La Cheeserie Night. I guess we should get into that because people might not even know who you are. They, They have to by now if they listen to the big show. So, Jake, you came up with this idea for La Cheeserie Night for the Syracuse Mets, correct? Yeah, I said to Jason, we were talking about the show one day, and I said, you know, we should do a Kornheiser night, you know, try to figure out something around with the show. And Jason said, yeah, sure, let's think about it. And he took it from there and kind of came up with La Cheeserie Night and threw it on the uh, schedule for September back in, what, like March? We, oh, we did it. We, I think we did it, it was, in February. Yeah, February. <laughs> and then we both kind of forgot about it until... Well, somebody forgot oh, about oh, it, oh, and yeah. it wasn't me. It was Jake Hafner <laughs> that forgot about it because... So we're morons, and we just talk, and things just happen, and we just tell jokes, and we make each other laugh. And so he, Jake says, geez, we should do a Tony Kornheiser night. You could call it La Cheeserie Day. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. We'll think about it. And then we were laughing one day because Tony really dislikes a lot of the Washington National pitchers that the connected tissue is we at the Syracuse Mets used to be the Syracuse Chiefs, and we had the Washington Nationals as our affiliate, right. and Wander Suero and Austin Both and Eric Fetty all pitched in this stadium. Nice. So I thought it'd be fun to do it against the Rochester Red Wings, who the Nationals are with now, and then maybe Wander Suero would still be with them and get sent down to AAA, <laughs> and then we could beat the Red Wings on Wander Suero's horrible pitching <laughs> in relief. And it would just be more funny. Amazing. That would be amazing, amazing. actually. Now, real quick, can we go back? I, I'm, I've got so many things on my mind. Let's start here because it's just something I know. Binghamton Mets, what happened to them? Are they still a thing? They are still a thing. They are the Binghamton Rumble Ponies now. Right. Okay. But they were the Mets affiliate, right? Rumble Ponies. Yeah, they're the Rumble Ponies. They were, and they still are the Mets affiliate. They just changed their name. They thought they wanted their own identity, and, and we in Syracuse thought we wanted the Mets identity. Uh-huh. So we're just called the Syracuse Mets now. Right. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, wow, that's interesting. And are they single A? They are double A. Double A. Okay. I believe they're in the Eastern League, and then we're triple A in the International League. Mm-hmm. So we're one level below the Major Leagues. Gotcha. Right, well, yeah. The Rumble Ponies. Yeah, the Rumble Ponies. They were going to be the Stud Muffins, but now they're the Rumble Ponies. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Stud Muffins. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Stud Muffins is probably a, a hard go at this juncture in time, yes. I would imagine. Right. Yes. Now, yeah, it's true. Now, Littles, just so you know, we are going to circle back to these gentlemen and do a full Meet the Littles interview each of them. but at least go back a little bit and tell us how did you guys get a feel you're friends i assume right or have how long have you been friends how long have, how'd you guys meet and all that friends is a strong word <laughs> <laughs> we know each other okay acquaintances okay well jake real quick tell them you have a restaurant right i do i have a barn restaurant a family-owned barn restaurant about 10 minutes from the stadium here it's uh called jake hafner's named after my grandfather hmm. So that's what I do for a living. And it's a great little place, and that's actually how we met. I was invited to a Buffalo Bills football game through a a sponsor of the stadium, Blue Rock Energy, and Jake Hafners was a Blue Rock Energy customer as well, so he was on this trip to Buffalo to go to a Bills game. And I'd never met him before. What was this, 2014, 15? Uh, Yeah, probably around there, yeah. Jets won, by the way. I'm a Jet fan. Oh, Nice. And we became immediate fast friends because we're both morons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we spent the entire trip being loud and obnoxious to uh, the disdain of everyone else on that trip, I'm sure. They were all sleeping on the way home. and We were up all night long just telling jokes and just being funny, and, and we've been friends ever since. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Now, Jake, real quick, have you ever come up with a different theme night for the Mets? Or is this the first time? No, this is it. This is my uh, my maiden voyage here with uh, right. any sponsor ideas. No. And a sponsor, yes. You can get 15% off Jake Hafner's with your uh, Syracuse Mets ticket back. Oh. Yeah. oh. Way to bury the lead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so 15%. We're not good at this whole uh, advertising thing. Oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> We're not either. That's nope. okay. All right. So now, Jason, when Jake first came to you with this idea, did you like, what are you smoking? Or come on, that'll never work. Or, or you were like, screw it, let's do it. 
No, it's pretty much screw it, let's do it, because it's funny, right? It, uh -huh. and it has legs, and if, if nothing else, we were sticking it on a Wednesday in August, and Jake and I would at least think it's funny and have fun with it. It's no harm, it's no foul. Okay. Uh, and the idea was that Jake said, I'm going to write a letter to Mr. Tony, and then maybe Mr. Tony will talk about this on the big show, and maybe some littles will show up, and, and it'll evolve from there, and... Dan Byrne will come, and all the Littles will show up, and Bootsy and the Hammer will be here, and it'll turn into the biggest promotion in the history of the Syracuse Mets. <laughs> now, well. Jake forgot to actually write the letter to Mr. Tony. Right. So, uh -uh. I'm in my system, where I'm listening, the months behind, I'm like waiting for this email, waiting, waiting for Jake to call me. Oh, the email got read, <laughs> and I'm not hearing it, I'm not hearing it, I'm not hearing it. I'm like, well, it's here, it's, it's three weeks away. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to write an email. So I wrote an email to the mailbag, and the next day, Jake calls me. says, the title of today's episode is, because I would not have seen it for a month, the title of today's episode is La Cheeserie Night. I said, what? <laughs> and Mr. Tony read the email, and it might be the pinnacle of my career, but uh -huh. he said it was one of the greatest emails ever to be sent into the show. Well, let me tell you, I thought it was brilliant, the part where you're like, and if the fates are in my favor, you'll read it the day after the event. Right. That yeah. was my oh, favorite 100%. part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Like our wedding invitations. <laughs> yes. You know, like, oh, that was yesterday. <laughs> Hope they had a good time. <laughs> Mazel yeah. tov. You know? It all worked out. Oh, then he goes and he reads the emails from like, oh, this one's from 2020. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yes, yes. You know, it's funny. Look, we know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but we've done some things where it's just a little coincidental to us that all of a sudden they start doing it uh -huh. again. Uh -huh. You know, because what we've done on this is I try to bring some things in that the listeners that we know, we, we read the comments on Facebook, stuff like that. The things that people are missing. The first thing was news. Mm -hmm. They like the crazy news, the Florida Man Friday, that stuff. So we started doing yeah. some of those on our podcast. Literally within two weeks, they start doing the news again out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's all right. That's just coincidental. But then there were other things. One of our, we started at one point was unread emails. We're yeah. like, because, you know, we're the, we're the minor leagues for the TK show. That's the way we kind of look at it. You know, they're the big show. We're the little show. And I was like, if you have unplayed jingles, unplayed emails read, bring them to us. We deem this a podcast for lo Loyal Littles about Loyal Littles. And so we're here for you. You know, whatever you guys want to hear, whatever you guys. So we started reading some old emails that like Ed Butt wrote from like two or three years ago. He yeah. had saved for some reason. And then all of a sudden, like literally three weeks later, he pulls out a, a, an email an from email. like 2021. And we yeah. were like, wait, what? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway. Tony went back into the archives there for a while. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. Now, Jason, real quick, can you go into how did you, you're the GM, correct? Yes. Okay. So now do you have a boss? You must have a boss, right? Oh, yeah, my boss is the New York Mets. Now, but you say because you're minor leagues, you're allowed to have fun and do these crazy promotion nights and stuff like that. But seriously, was there ever a, was there ever a concern that this could blow up in your face and you're like, I'm going to get fired over this? No, no, okay. because you know, the idea, I mean, it's, it's the Tony Kornheiser, the cheese arena. We're not going to do anything crazy. I mean... I suppose if 10,815 people say La Cheeserie on Wednesday, <laughs> 15th seventh, you know, that could be a problem. But right, right. <laughs> the over-under right now is about 18, so <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. Could you imagine, though? Uh, That'd be great. Uh, yeah. There's something racy yeah. about this promotion. There's, everyone's going to be fully clothed. Yeah. Right, no right. There's no swearing involved. It's yep. fairly family you're not going to be playing disco music on the ball field at any time. Stuff I, like that. I was going to say, this brings me to my next promotion. I was going to pitch Jason about uh, maybe we uh, destroy some disco records. Right. Absolutely. Nice. On, uh, five cent beer night. Absolutely. That's so great. Um, Little beer, bat day, a combination is a bad idea. Right. Right. But Jason, seriously, so real quick, and we'll, when we do your Meet the Littles interview, we'll get into this more, but how did you get into this position? Is this something you went to school for and stuff, or just how did this happen? Oh, I, I actually did. I went to uh, the United States Sports Academy in Mobile, Alabama. I got a master's in sports management, and I worked for the Watertown Indians in 1993, and Dynamite Lady blew herself up at the Alex T. Duffy Fairgrounds, and everybody was amazed. <laughs> And I said, you know what? I want to do that for the rest of my life. And are, are you from upstate? I mean, how did you land with the Mets? I'm actually uh, from Syracuse. Oh, okay, great. Uh, I was 
out of baseball for a few years, and then the Syracuse Chiefs called me up, and they took over the Syracuse Chiefs, and the a few years later, the Mets purchased the Syracuse Chiefs. We were privately owned at the time, and they didn't fire me. So the Mets have now owned us for four years, and I'm still thankfully here. Oh, that's awesome. amazing. After this promotion, I may not be. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's this already... First and final interview. Right, right. <laughs> well, don't worry. Even if you get fired, we'll bring you back on the yes. podcast. No worries there. So yeah. you've got at least <laughs> one more in you. So we guarantee You'll that. That interview, though. It'll be a new number. The Mets phone number will, lo- will no longer be working now. Right, right. <laughs> well, this is going to be like a Gary Braun situation. I think you're going to be like, as soon as we hang up, we're like, now lose my number. Yeah. That's exactly what Gary Braun said to me. What happened to Gary? Do we know? It's just because of the way the setup was and COVID and all that stuff. Oh, I know he loves that. doing the show still. He wants to do show. We were fortunate enough to finally meet him at Jingle Fest this mm-hmm. year. And Doesn't he go on and pick games with his kid? For the NCAA bracket, his yeah. son would pick a yeah, Spike. bracket. Yeah. I think that was the last time he was on. Was last Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. We miss them all. And that's why yeah. we've been trying to do what we're doing. We've been fortunate enough to interview uh, Gary, Kevin, Chris Eliza, Gene, Gene and Tori. I sent a uh, direct message to Eliza about this night mm-hmm. and telling him he had an open invitation for him and his family to show up. <laughs> and he wrote me back, amazing, with a bunch of exclamation points. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, maybe he'll show up. Showing up. How great would that be if he just <laughs> randomly showed up? That would be amazing. So, all right, listen, we've got a lot more to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, Sully gets to do one of these, so I want to too. This is Garrett Schumann in Ypsilanti, Michigan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're here with Jake and Jason. There or Jason go. and Jake. Jake and Jason who? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she just said. She goes, don't even say their last names. You Go ahead, Roxy. <laughs> Hafner. Hey, hey, wait, you just, okay. Hafner and Smolar. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. He had it written down oh, wait, in a way is... to help him say it, but I'm trying to read it upside down. All and right. The words are mixed up. All the right. letters are mixed I up. I will give in to that. She is reading it upside down. Hafner and Smolar. No. Smoral. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No. Now I think you're just screwing with him. I love it. (laughs) We'll go with that. We're not even going to be allowed at this event anymore, Roxy. Even if we wanted to go, he's going to say, like, no, there's no much. Smoral. There's going to be a separate password for us. All right. All right. Well, listen, guys, now, especially. She's beat red. Just so you know. She's beat red. Okay, let's get into this because. You were like, oh, we'll do it. Maybe it'll be read on the big show. Maybe it'll become a thing. Or maybe it'll blow up. Like you said, there could be how many pe- there could be 10,000 people coming in and saying, let's use You never know. <laughs> but let's go into the big news. Now, I think it was earlier this week or maybe it was last week. Tony announces on the big show, who did you book for this event? Dan Burns coming. Jake got him. I got Dan Burns. How nice. the hell did that happen? That's amazing. I sent an email through Dan's website. I, I like Dan. to mention. I like to interject here. I woke Jake up to his <laughs> one and only job as the loyal little of the. I'm a I'm a loyal little, but I'm a, with a little L. He's with a capital L. <laughs> and now I woke him up, and now he's doing some effort yeah. in this. All right. Well, I figured since I, since I blew the original email that I could at least step up and do the Dan Burn thing. So I emailed Dan through his website, and he got right back to me saying, unfortunately, he wasn't going to be anywhere in the area, but if we do anything in the future, keep him in mind. Mm-hmm. And then Tony read Jason's amazing email on the show the next day, and that evening, I got a second email from Dan Byrne saying, essentially, that email was amazing. Screw it. I'm in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so we, I then got a hold of Jason, and uh, we arranged to get Dan here and he's going to be performing and throwing out the first pitch and all for the low, low cost of a couple of Albanese gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a jer- I think he wanted a Jersey too, right? Oh, sure. I don't know when it's going to air. We have a great, he does want a Jersey, which yeah. I give. Uh, and then I have a great surprise for him. Oh, oh wonderful. Great. And I don't know when this 
going to air, so I, I, I'm not going to say what the surprise. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to just. If, this will definitely air before the event. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. I got and I got a surprise for him. Okay, that's amazing. Oh, and he wrote us a song. He wrote in about five hours. <laughs> he did a Dan Burn. He, he did a Dan Burn, and he wrote a Syracuse Met song. Oh, perfect. But that hasn't aired yet, right? On the show, I don't no, know what to tell me. I'm no, Nigel does have the song, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, well, you know what? You, guys. you know what I wouldn't be surprised is maybe they'll wait till the day of, because mm-hmm. they usually drop shows on Wednesdays. So they might do right. it the day of. A little preview yeah, before. Yeah, so we're going to play the song here, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Dan's been great to work with. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. We, yeah. It was one of our favorite interviews we did, but honestly, it was back in the days when we didn't have the best equipment, so the audio isn't great, but... Man, let me tell you, it was probably, we sat here for probably uh, probably about two and a half hours. Probably. So we had a lot of editing to do, but, and we joke about if we ever did have like a Patreon page where we could, for certain sponsor levels, we could release the tapes and do like the whole episode (laughs) and just release the entire episode. The raw footage. The raw footage of (laughs) Dan Byrne. Burn tapes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, trust me, it was a blast and he is so much fun and he actually came on again after that. What we do here is, we swear, it has nothing to do with PTI, but you know how they have five good minutes on PTI? Yes. All right. We started a segment called Five Great Minutes. Swear, no, re- no, uh-huh. no correlation. We swear, we swear. No, just going. And, <laughs> and actually, though, our listeners were like, "Come on, call it what it is. It's mediocre at best." So call it. So now we call it five mediocre minutes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so Dan was. And we bring back a little that we've already yeah. did done a full interview, and we just check in with them or if they've got something interesting coming up. Yeah, to plug to or plug, whatever yeah. like that. So Dan's, and he's also gonna. He said he's gonna sing some other songs too. Is that still happening? Yeah, so he is going to sing some songs. He's going to sing some show songs. He's not going to sing his own song. Right. Uh, right. And we've got, he's going to bring his guitar. We've got him an amplifier. We've got him a microphone. And I gave him his choice because sometimes we play music as people enter the stadium. Uh-huh. And then on Thursdays, we have something called Dollar Thursdays where hot dogs are a dollar and coonies are a dollar and beers are $2 and sodas are a dollar. And we have a DJ that plays for the entire game out in a bar area. Oh. So I said, Dan, I, I thought that you would throw. He's going to throw the first pitch. He's going to sing the national anthem. And then I said, Geez, you could either play as fans are coming in. I said, But I thought it'd be great to have you playing on the bar once the game starts. Then the littles could all be over there and and interacting with you and all that. He, and he said, Geez, if I have my choice, I'd like to do beforehand because I've not seen a baseball game oh. since 2018, and this is going to be my first baseball game, and I'd kind of like to watch the game. Oh, I said, wow. all right, there's this. So he's going to play for about a half an hour as the 17 littles show up late. They won't even get the chance to see him. Uh, <laughs> and then he'll come out, and he has, I envision that you have been playing the, the Syracuse Mets song, and everyone's memorized the words. And in the seventh inning, you know, we'll be able to play it, and, and I'll go out there and sing it, and, and the whole crowd will be singing along. And I said, Dan, I said, I love the way you visualize that, but none of that is taking place. (laughs) (laughs) So we're still going to ask for permission to play the song in the seventh inning stretch. I don't have permission to do that yet. Oh, okay. 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 That would be amazing. That's what what I was actually just thinking. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, there's your seventh inning stretch. Hey, wait, wait, what about maybe do it in the eighth inning? Like they do uh, Sweet Caroline at Fenway Park. Any innings. <laughs> There's some issues with doing stuff inside the game. We only we have very limited time. Right. You know, we only have a minute and 30 seconds uh, in between each. Gotcha. Of course, uh, right. Concert commitments, so it makes things difficult. Gotcha. Yeah. Got to cash them checks. Yeah, but I, I thought you were the boss, man. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the boss wants to cash the checks. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I. it's amazing. I mean, Dan freaking burns. Going That's to so Syracuse. Exciting. That's so exciting. I can't, believe, I can't believe he's coming. And we've been, I mean, that's been one of the strangest, best things about this promotion is that we're now speaking to Dan Byrne. We're now yeah. friends on Facebook with Claire Natola uh-huh. and Elliot Olshansky. Yep. <laughs> And all these names that we've just been hearing over the years, we're now talking to you. We're on another podcast. <laughs> You're on the Loyal Littles podcast. It's quite bizarre well, how this whole thing has worked out. Well, it's so funny because you just described why we started this podcast. If You I know you probably haven't had a chance to go back. Who was our first guest, Roxy? Claire. Claire Natola. There was not going to be a... <laughs> that was my first choice when I... 
thought of the idea, I said, and Claire's got to be our first guest. And since then, we've had Elliot Oshansky. And Mm -hmm. we've had all these great littles that you hear about on the big show all the time. And And now we're friends with them. And now we're friends with them. And it's wild. I never thought, as a tiny, I never thought in a million years this would happen. And now we're talking, you know, with the friend and the general manager of the freaking Syracuse Mets. So this is like a thrill for us as well. So this has been great. Tell you the truth, I vetted you through Claire Natola. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Claire, I go, these guys want me to do a podcast. And she's like, oh, they're great. You should do it. I was like, all right. Roxy, and they checked up yeah, on us. Hey, I'm flattered. You. I'm flattered by that. Good I think that is so great. I didn't vet you at all because I'm just an attention whore. <laughs> right. Love it. Love it. I'll do anything to hear my name spoken in public. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care what it is. This is fantastic. All right. Now, for the big question. Are you gentlemen bringing a change of clothes just in case Tony Kornheiser shows up? Because I know you're going to crap your pants if he shows up at the gate and says the cheese are and gets his free ticket. I, I'm just going to wear brown pants. Okay, okay there you go. Yeah. I think we all know the percentage of Mr. Tony showing up. Right. It's, well, that's what – there's been some chatter about that. They were like, well, maybe if it was in Binghamton, he would go. Right, right, right. I don't know. Well, I mean, this is huge. And now that Dan Burns going – I. Man, that would be amazing. I, I agree so with fun. you. So, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, how far back you go with the old show, but the one time Tony actually took the show on the road that wasn't Rehoboth to his beach house, because he used to take the show to his beach house mm-hmm. in the summer, he came to Syracuse for like two days and did like two shows from the Sheridan Hotel on the University. Oh, wow. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, the only time the show's ever... Uh, so I, on the road. I read that as saying, I've already been to Syracuse. I don't need to go back. <laughs> well, I read it as, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's how I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. Now, gentlemen, just so you know, we have been floating around. We've been sitting here talking. We're like, how great would it be for us to get up there? We're floating it around. It's going to depend on my schedule because I've got rehearsals coming up and I've got some other commitments. But this must Quit just be... Quit job, Chuck. <laughs> that's why I'm starting a new job. Yeah. That's why I'm starting a new job because I quit my old job. <laughs> but listen, take a second and we want you to plug everything. So what they have to do, the day, everything, just plug away. It's literally, you know, use the code, people. I mean, this is the only bit of this. We're promoting it on, obviously, Mr. Tony's show. And we're promoting it here. You know, we're not putting it out anywhere else. So only the littles know that you have to use the code. You simply come to historic NBT Bank Stadium in Syracuse, New York, uh, on Wednesday, September 7th, and you walk up to the ticket window, and you say, let cheeserie. All right. Now, the funny thing is you already told me a story that you had someone write in and saying that that can't be true. <laughs> yeah. So you know, this, he's like, hey, I listened to the show. And I don't understand it. You literally want me to walk up and, and say the cheeserie? I'm like, yes, use the code. That's as simple yeah. as that. He's like, he, he didn't believe me. And then the guy from Buffalo, he didn't believe it either. So I, I, I did write another letter today to Nigel to say, you're going to have to tell people to use the code because I thought this was a smart people's broadcast. But <laughs> I, I'm already funny. Apparently a lot more funny. Well, here's the funny part. Okay, so just we should we should have told you this before you started recording. They're the smart and funny show. We're the fun and dumb show. Yeah. So that's how we that's how we call ourselves. So somebody will get it. So, so literally, that's really all it is. And then what we're going to do then is then we theme the night. So we're going to have some fun. We have a great idea. We're going to raise the price of the hamburgers and fries to thirteen dollars yes. seventy two cents. Yes, yes, that's brilliant. And, uh, actually. Wouldn't that be lowering the price? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. actually. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been there. So that would be we're exciting. affordable family fun. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, and then, we're, then Jake and I are still have to spitball some ideas about the on-field games and the trivia contest. And, you know, we're going to try to get some. We've asked for some videos from the big show, and, and hopefully Mr. Tony will make us a little video. And maybe Nigel, we've asked to send some jingles and some sound effects, so hopefully he has time to get us something that we can kind of theme out the whole night. Oh, that's amazing. amazing. Well, you got to have a gummy bears eating contest, like the hot dog contest. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, yeah. and, we, I mean, and we've on. had great suggestions by some of the littles about putting installing a small sink over every seat yes. so that everybody can eat their ice cream. <laughs> right, exactly. And have their red wine. And their yes. red wine, right, yes. right, exactly. They want me to fill the children's pools with sand and have people try to get out of it with a golf ball. Right. <laughs> All right. Many of the ideas are not going to be done. But right, right. <laughs> well, you know, you got to have the ideas, right? Got to start somewhere. Now, so what time is first pitch? 
First pitch is 635. Gates open at 530. And you're going to want to get there at 530 because yeah. that's when Dan Burns you, performs If you want to hear Dan Burns sing Rope and a Yardstick, <laughs> then you better get here because he's going to play from 530 till about 6 because i got to get him to the field for the right. first pitch and the anthem. And then he's going to watch the game. He's going to sit with me in <laughs> yeah. three beers and watch baseball. And he'll that's never amazing. come back Perfect. to Syracuse again. No, and he'll get <laughs> oh, that's amazing, though. I believe also Dan Burns' chauffeur. Yes, for the are. time he's in town. Oh, I volunteered. Yeah, so. Oh, awesome. Okay, great. Awesome. That's so I like that. All right. Well, and listen, Jake, real quick, you plug your thing too. Your restaurant is called uh, after your grandfather's, right? Yeah, it's called Jake Hafner's. Okay. It's in North Syracuse, New York. It's right about 10 minutes away from the stadium. We have great food, big bar, lots of beer. And you're burying uh, the lead again. I heard something about a 15% off or something. Yep. If you bring your uh, Syracuse Mets ticket, you can literally get a free ticket by saying yeah. the cheeserie. Yeah. And, and then you, you come to my place, afterwards. and I'll give you 15% off your bill. Excellent. That's so nice. That's so yeah. nice. That's so great. And if yourself and Roxy are able to make it to town, uh, I think we might have to have you uh, over for a little uh, food and All beverage. Right. Well, if we get up there give early you enough. 17% off your bill. <laughs> After he raises the price, $13 a change. Right. Well, you. yeah, naturally. Naturally. <laughs> Excellent. A, a, a 20% increase to get 17% off. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Oh, come on. We know how it works. Come on. And, Jake, real quick, are you on social media? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff for your restaurant? Yeah, I am. It's on Instagram. I'm jakehafnersfood.booze. And on Twitter... I am Hafner's Tavern. Okay, excellent. And Jason, the Mets, they're on Twitter, I assume, right? Yeah, we're all uh, at Syracuse Mets. All right, well, gentlemen, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on the Loyal Littles podcast. And you got Dan freaking burned. I know, that's awesome. That's just great. So we wish you all the best with this event. Thank you guys so much for helping us spread the word on this Odd little promotion. Absolutely. We're yeah, gonna get, thank you very much. We, we want to get Great you guys job. up to at least 100 lecheeseries. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be amazing. <laughs> right? Right? Triple digit. Absolutely. Maybe after this pod care uh, drops, the over-under will move to 25. Right. There at you least. Go. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Jake and Jason, for coming on to Meet the Littles. You want to give their last names another shot, Roxy? Hafner and Smorl. Very good. There you go. I got to keep thinking s'mores. Yeah, that's a perfect way to, to think about yeah. it. And full disclosure, I bit it hard when we first started the episode, <laughs> but through the modern, well, I am Chuck the name killer, so you know, I've got an excuse now. Anyway, Roxy, let's get to the news. <laughs> Why don't you go first? All right. Man runs out of gas on interstate, sets up drum kit to kill time. Okay, was he killing time or keeping time? Uh, all right, here's the thing. All right, see, right away, Roxy picks I was going to go there. But Roxy, good for you. She picked right up on it. Yep. All right, that's a great headline. Yes. For that very reason, okay? Yes. And just for the record, Littles, I just want to make this very clear. This is not me. This was not me. This is actually from a, a couple of years ago, but I, uh-huh. I saw it, and of course we had to do it. On Tuesday morning, a man driving on the Baltimore Beltway ran out of gas. It's also local, so I was like, to most of our listeners, so I thought, okay, this should sure. be great. Sure. I wonder if anyone remembers this. So he did what anyone would do. He pulled over to the shoulder of I-695, set up his drum kit, and began to play until help arrived. According to the Baltimore Sun, Maryland State Troopers eventually spotted the drummer and pulled over to investigate. He told the troopers he decided to kill time by practicing. The troopers bought the man's story called a state highway administration truck to refill his tank, and then sent him on his way without issuing a citation. A police spokesperson didn't identify the mystery drummer. Okay, again, I swear this was not me. I'm kind of going both ways. If I knew it was going to be like five hours, like if I had called someone, but it also sounds like this guy didn't call anyone. No. Or maybe he did, but I don't know. But if I knew it was going to be five, I'm just saying, it takes a long time sometimes to set up a drum kit. Now, <laughs> there's a picture involved here with the thing. It doesn't it looks- look like a full kit. It's pretty but it's full. It's pretty 
Solid. It, okay, it's it's pretty. It's got enough there. Yeah. And uh, so maybe. I mean, I guess. I don't. How I, long would it take you to set a drum kit up? Well, it depends how much of the drum kit you're setting up. If you're just doing a little three piece, it could be like 10, 15, 20 minutes. I oh. guess. So it's not that. Out long, of five hours, you well, definitely but have time to play. He's also on the side of the highway. There's no coverage. It doesn't look like there's any trees. <laughs> it might be. I I don't know the details. If yeah. it's really hot, I don't know. But I guess why why waste the time? Yeah. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Again, it wasn't me. That's all I want to make sure everyone knows. All right, let's move on. I'm a little upset and bummed that Tiny Chuck isn't here for this one. A Missouri man is suing Bass Pro over lifetime guarantee for socks. Kent Slaughter took advantage. Over the years, he took multiple pairs of Threadbare Redhead Lifetime Guarantee All-Purpose Wool Socks back to the Bass Pro store in Springfield, Missouri, where he bought them according to the new lawsuit. Each time, employees honored the promise, swapping the torn-out socks for new ones. I always wondered about stuff So like he this. wore the socks until there was a hole in them, yeah, and then brought he brought them back. them back. Lifetime guarantee. Interesting. Then, one day last year, they refused, the suit says. Instead, Bass Pro allegedly offered to trade his, quote, lifetime warranty socks, which sell for $11.99, for some with a 60-day warranty. Now, Slaughter is suing Bass Pro Shops, claiming the Missouri-based outdoor retail giant is duping customers with a, quote, hollow promise that no longer lasts a lifetime. Earlier this month, he filed a class action lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Missouri. He's asking for a jury trial and is seeking $5 million in damages for himself what? and anyone else who joins his suit. So, who do we got out there? We've got Brian. We've got Alex. We've got Tiny Chuck. Anyone else? There's someone else that writes into the big show, I know. I mean, if you've bought in these socks, I mean, $5 million lawsuit, well, there might be even a couple thousand dollars settlement out of that. Who knows? I hate to burst this guy's bubble, but I think maybe it's because of him that they changed the warranty from lifetime to 60 days. I mean, maybe. Plan. I don't know. I've often wondered about so, those kind of things. So, I don't know about this one. Well, I just mean, you see these things about lifetime guarantee all the time, lifetime yeah. warranty. I always wondered that. Like, how can they honor that? I mm -hmm. guess maybe they think they'll go out of business by the time. I don't know. Or these socks will be discontinued. But I mean, look, if it's a lifetime warranty, is that what it says? Lifetime guarantee, it says, not warranty. Oh, guarantee. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Tomato, tomato. We need some lawyer. But yeah, so uh, now call after. Abby Lowell, please? And, so now yeah. if a hole, if he gets a hole in them within 60 days from purchase, then absolutely they will honor that warranty, whatever. But right. they had honored him in the past when they had the lifetime guarantee. But I really think maybe he's the one that screwed the pooch on this one. I don't know, but look, $5 million, even if he settles for 500000 Yeah, I think I mean, $5 a times, million is a Look, little... a lot of times these companies, they don't want to go to court. He right. wants a jury. He's requesting a jury trial. <laughs> That's my favorite part about this. A jury trial? But again, I think he was the one that brought this whole thing to their attention in the first place for the number of times he's brought well, socks back. I don't know. All I'm saying is, Tiny Chuck, if you get a jury duty summons, you're, you're definitely going to want to answer this one because that would be a great, I think, a great case to get on. Because it's not anything major like no, a, a no. murder case no or anything like that. No one's gotten hurt. But I would just sit there and laugh. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I kind of want to see what this Kent Slaughter looks like. Well, look, this is still <laughs> ongoing. This is a very recent article. Yeah. I think another lawsuit was filed in July mm -hmm. of this year. So uh, who knows? I guess we're... We'll keep Chuck, you posted. I had mentioned this to Tiny Chuck and he knew about it. So he's like, mm -hmm. oh, I heard about this. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, Chuck, get on board. Haven't you ever bought these socks before and stuff like that? I, I don't think he did, but... So just public service announcements for Alex and Brian, for sure. Anyone else out in Spring... Well, I guess you don't have to be from Springfield to jump on board with the lawsuit. But anyway, I don't know. All right, Roxy, that's all the time we got. Let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can hop on over to our website, loyallittlespod.com. And it's all there. Everything. Roxy sits here and she's clinching right now because she wants to say everything. I do. You could do it one time. Just what's our Facebook page? No, you can't do it like that. You got to <laughs> go in my order. Oh, your order. You okay. can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. <laughs> oh, that felt so good to Rock, say. Roxy, that was... <laughs> We missed you. We missed that. Oh, I, I missed mean, very that thankful so for the website. Yes. Very thankful for the website. Yes. But we missed that. Oh, I missed that. I so, missed that. So I'm glad you... Uh, I still catch myself every time. Yeah. And once again, thank you, Jake Hafner and Jason Smorl. Make sure you head on over. If you're in the Syracuse area, you are not going to want to miss La Cheeserie Night.
definitely not going to want to miss that. We're going to have them back on for a Meet the Little segment eventually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we wanted to get them on ASAP so we could plug their event, which is just fantastic. Dan freaking Burns going to be there. I know. Littles, you got to get there if you can. If you're anywhere in the area, it's going to be worth it. Just go up and say, let's cheese ready. We promise you it'll work. Free yes. ticket, 100 level. Yes. Great ticket to the game and all the events. Get there early to see Dan Byrne. And also, thank you, Sully from Boston, Garrett Schumann, and Shad in DC for our bumpers this episode. If you need fog-free eyewear, go to fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need a stick for your grip, I mean a grip for your stick, go to stickgrip.com. <laughs> and don't forget to use the code. Use it, people. LLPod. Use it. Bye. I got Dan Byrne. <laughs> podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. What? Oh, yeah.